BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome in the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out our website, our free website f-r-e-e website it's over at five reasonsports.com where you can find all of our podcasts but also columns news and trending pieces our youtube channel actually hooks up directly to the website and of course our merchandise we've got a new shirt that's out this week it's from a pat riley quote that at the time didn't seem like it made any sense there are i'm paraphrasing him now which is what we do on the shirt there are obstacles but there are none of course, he said this before the Heat were able to acquire Jimmy Butler. So even though the quote was seemed nonsensical at the time, Pat knew something. And uh, we think the shirt is appropriate for today's time. So check that out as well as our other 10 Heat shirts, our Dolphin shirts, and everything else we've got on there. You can buy five on the floor gear and five reason sports gear as well. One of the reasons we're able to operate is because of our great sponsors. We added a bunch of new sponsors in the past couple of weeks. We really appreciate them working with us and want to tell you about them. And one of them is actually a podcast kind of like us. It's called Lessons Via Leaders, which is out every week and they interview a new entrepreneur, founder, or thought leader every week. Many of their guests are local leaders here in South Florida, as just like us. We, we're South Florida business podcast, so are they. And they've built huge businesses and fostered large communities and movements. Each show features a new guest that shares with the audience valuable lessons and learnings that they've amassed over their careers. The shows can be found via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. They also have a video version of each episode that they post on YouTube. So check them out again. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. You can find them at Lessons Via Leaders. And then on Twitter at Lessons V Leaders. So check out the podcast. We're going to have Will Weintraub, one of the hosts, come on our podcast to tell you a little bit about what they're doing there. And now, today's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Alex Toledo and Alphonse Sydney. A lot of people have been waiting for this episode. We've done three already at this point. The first one we did was 
me and Greg Sylvander, uh, you know him as Lefty Leif, we came on and we identified the 30 most impactful players in Miami Heat history. So what they did during their Heat tenures, not necessarily what they did somewhere else, what they did while they were here. We actually picked 29. We threw four on a play-in poll, and Josh Richardson got the 30th slot. So that's 30 Heat players we put on there. Then we had another episode where Alex, Alpha, and myself kind of went through the players, prepared, decided what we were going to do. We did the draft order. And then we had an episode in which Alf went all galaxy brain. So the three of us are back. Before we introduce the teams, you've had a couple of days to think about this. How do you feel about your team, Alex? How do I feel about my team? I mean, you should know the answer to this already. I feel great, man. And I'm not like anybody who knows me knows I'm not necessarily a cocky or, or by any means even confident person, just the way that I carry myself. But man, am I confident about this team, though? I, I I feel good that I've got Wade and Shaq back together. You know, we're talking over here about their peaks. That means we're we're weighing more their best seasons over their whole tenure. So to me, that makes me feel good about having Shaq on my team, you know, having Lamar Odom in that one year here. Since we're weighing, you know, peaks over, over 10 years, I feel like I've got some pretty damn good peaks on my team. Well, what we did was a starter. So just people understand – all of us have picked our five starters. We can sub other players in as starters eventually when we sort of build out what the teams are going to look like. But for right now, we've got five. Um, I'm going to go to Alf next, and then I'm going to introduce to you what the polling on this has been. So, Miss Gabbard or, uh, or Alf on Sydney, I don't know which one you are. Um, listen, listen. What, 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 how do you feel about your team? You have a couple days to think about it. I like my team. The problem is everybody on Twitter is 12 years old, so none of them saw, saw Steve Smith play. None of them saw Zoe's peak. But listen, we can we can. I like my team because I have probably the most dominant defensive front court of any. Not probably, definitely have the most dominant defensive front court of any of the three teams. I have Steve Smith, who nobody saw play, but averaged 17 five and five when he was here. Um, and I have Jason Williams to run to run point, and everyone's like. And we get so we get so caught up in shooting. Everyone's discounting the fact that I also have Jimmy Butler on my team. But because Jimmy's shooting hasn't been great this year, everyone's completely discounting the fact that I'm also. Who, who's your go-to guy? I have Jimmy Butler. I have Chris Bosh. I have I have peak Alonzo Mourning, who was scoring over 20 points a game, getting second in MVP voting, and winning two Defensive Players of the Year. So. I mean, I'm sorry that everybody everybody on Twitter is 14 years old. I can't help that. Like, players existed before 2006. I'm sorry. Like, but everyone, can I respond to this? Get over it. Yeah, you can. Okay, because this whole thing, you want to talk about uh, all defense. All defense right now is Alf and his defensive tone trying to explain <laughs> himself. For willingly picking – it's not even about Shaq or Zoe at this point. It's about willingly picking Bosh and Alonzo Mourning over LeBron or Wade at this point. And I think, like, oh my God, it's well, everywhere. well, well, well. Ex explain to you why. Explain to well, explain to you why you're saying that. He picked him over. Well, he didn't really pick him over. Wait, well, I, I guess picked the third slot instead of he, the first slot. First or first slot, right? You could have had the because first I wanted and six the third and fourth like pick. Right. Okay. And that's what you got. All right. So let's go through the polling here. Let's see if we agree one with thing, Alf. One yes. thing is our audience 14 or is our audience 18 through 35? Are what we on Twitter or on on Either who way. actually listen to the show? The people who listen to the show are, are okay. But are, are, did we poll the people who listen to the show? Or did we poll Twitter? Oh come on, man! Everybody's fourteen on Twitter, oh, dude. How, okay, what is the average age of people on Twitter? I okay, the average person on Twitter—that's for damn sure. What's that? 
I don't know that, but neither do you, and that's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could probably look it up. Somewhere. Well, no, I have some analytics on it. I kind of know what Twitter? it is. I, I, on Heat Twitter, but there are way more people your age than my age. Oh, come on, man. All right, can we get to the teams? Let's do it for the teams, all right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but, first, for, but first, let's get to the polling, and then I'll get to the teams. Uh, the polling on this is Team 1, which is my team. Right now, as we're looking, we just crawled over 1,000 votes. By the time that this episode airs, it'll probably be at 5,000 votes. But through the first 1,000 votes, with about, I don't know, 20% of precincts reporting, my team uh, is at 42%. Alex's team is at 51.5%. And Alf's team is 6.2%. You are the, you're like the write-in candidate. You're like, uh, who, who was the... Um, I can't Listen, remember who, who Gary Johnson, the guy who cost uh, the guy who cost Hillary the election. I'm fine, uh, man. And you guys are Trump and Hillary, so <laughs> yeah, I guess that's no better. Uh, well, can this so in, in, in that example on the back in, in that example on Hillary? I'll, I'll take All right, it. Bloomberg. Uh, all right, that's yeah, that's right, that's right. How much money did you spend to finish third? All right, uh, let let's go to the teams. Six percent, like six delegates. <laughs> let's go to the teams. The first team, my team. Now Dragic driving again. Sweet finish by Dragic. He's got the whole game tonight. The total package, he's given it to us. Here's Dragic trying to get past. Carroll goes behind the back and hits. What a shot by Goran Dragic. Dragic is on it. Pass the pressure to play by Damon Jones to get it to Eddie Jones. Eddie takes all the way and scores. That's a huge basket. They were really bleeding to score. to shoot for Miami. And they're not going two for one, it doesn't look like. James pulls up, puts it in, four-point lead. 35 for LeBron James. Timeout San Antonio. With Bam, he showed us athleticism and the ability to rebound and finish at the rim, but now he's actually running their offense and doing things like that. Bam out of bio, an all-star in every way. He really is. Okay, and now Mr. Cocky, who's claiming that he's never cocky, Alex Toledo's team. Nine of Miami's 11 points have been scored by Hardaway in this third quarter. He can take over a ball game. Fires again. Wade with a steal, with two. Wade puts it up for the win. Yeah, baby. He did it. He did it. Dwayne Wade with the steal and the game winner. Do you believe that? One of the great moments, one of the great plays made by one of the game's greatest players. Can you do any more than Dwayne Wade has done? Master with a terrific move inside. Oh, what a play. Clock down to four for Jamal Mastern. Oh, what a shot by Mastern. Well, those are the kind of shots that win games right there. Odom being aggressive. Gets inside. Just needed that now to get a good shot attempt. Now to Odom. Three-point left. O'Neal 
with the deflection. Oh, look at Here it. he goes. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, boy. Wow. The fast break king. And it's a 10-point lead, and this place has gone crazy. And now, the team that won't qualify for the finals. Alphonse Sidney's team. Jason Williams. Again. Oh, Williams 10 for 10 from the field. What a game. Not only is he 10 for 10, he also has the five assists, and he's making a lot of things happen here. Grant Long from Steve Smith. Oh, wow. Simmons giving him room. He'll shoot the three. Barry! Or a double this year is Shake Milton found him. Butler finished. Oh, he's a steamroller tonight. Seconds left in the game. No timeout. Heat down one. Allen for Boss for the win. Yay! Yes! With a second left! With a second left! Miami up! 88-86! Chris Boss with a jumper straight from him. Door blocked by Morning. Great block. Great block. Morning. He's come out ready to blow. Well, Morning will make things happen. He clears out a lot of space. Terry blocked by Morning. Alonzo Morning with his fourth rejection. Once again, Alonzo Morning playing big. All right. Hearing them, guys, still feel good about them. Here, here, here would be my concerns, okay, about each of your teams, and then you guys can get some your concerns about my team. And by the way, we're not judging this. We're going to bring on celebrity judges. George Sedano is going to be one of them, but we're thinking about expanding the judge pool here a little bit, get some, some numbers George into Sedano it. George is over the age of 12. so He is. He's about your age. Oh, he's a little older than you, um, but, he's, but he's, he's in that mix. He's a little younger than me. Uh, but we, we're probably going to bring three judges, okay? But, but here would be my concerns about both of your teams, the ones that have been brought up, and then you guys can rip my team apart. Uh, my concern about Alex's team that I think is getting overlooked here is that I don't? I honestly don't know if you have enough shooting. Um, I, I'm looking at this like Shaq's best play has always come when he's had some shooters around him, and I'm looking at Lamar, who I know, I, you know, league average three at best. Uh, Mash is no. We're talking good peak year with Heat. We're peak talking year, peak, peak, peak year with Heat. He was, was like 28. percent He was a 28 percent three point shooter. His peak oh, year with the Heat. Hold yes. on. Just want to you know if we're. Oh, I'm sorry, 29%. Yeah, hold on. That's not not as good as Steve Smith the last was. Pod, we were projecting out to if they were to play today, right? And we were... And we like were five years ago, But man. the percentages on, don't necessarily go up, Alex. The attempts <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what that means. You'd just be shooting more at 30%. Right. So we're right. just going to ignore the, 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 the data for his whole career where he was pretty much a league Yes, athlete. we're ignoring data for whole careers. Okay, it's but if you're... That's the whole point. Okay, okay, but in the last show, you were projecting, you were making evaluations based on projecting to how they would look today. So now we're eliminating all that. That's fine. No, 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 no. no. We're not, we're, we were doing we're that not, last show. We're not eliminating the fact that he would shoot more threes. The, the, <laughs> the point wasn't that Lamar is a shooter. I, I said the, the, the when I drafted is, him. The question is, would he shoot threes well? And when, if you're looking at him as a Miami Heat player. Lamar does not a shooter. A lot of good things. Okay, fine. Jamal Mashburn uh, w- was a good shooter. Okay, I, I, I always felt he didn't shoot enough. Um, but I said when I drafted Lamar, particularly for the corners, I wanted to bring him off of the bench, and then I wanted to draft some I, shooters I, later I on. I know you're looking at shooters now. There's not a ton Who's of shooters. Who's defensive now? 
Yeah, that's right. All right, now uh, I'm, I'm not going to... You guys are saying that you guys are talking about me like I didn't even address this in the last show. I addressed all of this in the last show. Alpha's coming at me because uh, he got defensive when I came at him. I'm with it, man, but don't make stuff up. All right, but let's look at... Okay, let's look at a concern I would have of your team against my team. I'm going to run your ass off the floor. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make... I'm, I got Bam, LeBron, I got Rice and Eddie on the wings, and I got Goron. I'm going to make Shaq's fat ass run. All right. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, and Timmy, sorry. I loved him. I covered his whole career down here. I'm a big Tim Hardaway fan. He should be in the hall of fame. He couldn't move by the time he got here. All right. He's going to be wearing that big bulky knee brace and I'm going to have Goron and these guys and LeBron oh, and Bam speeding by him on the break. Okay. So all we got to say is that you're getting peak Wade. That's terrific. Uh, but I don't love your shooting and I don't love uh, what you're going to look like in transition defense. So you, you better, Jamal, Jamal and, and Lamar better get back. That would be my concern there. My concern about, uh, about you, Alf, and I know you're going to argue because you've been arguing on Twitter. I, I just don't, I don't know how you're going to score enough. I, I just don't like, I, I know, I know you're saying that four guys on your team average 20. How about scoring down the stretch? Here. I think that's, that's my, that's my, that's my thing. Where because is the Jimmy ball Butler going? And Steve Smith can't, can't score down the stretch. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy didn't this year. Jimmy has for most of the year. He just, he, he fell off the last, few weeks but he has been the closer for the team this year I, I understand he's shooting about right but you want him taking a three late in the game who, who no, is who is creating okay in the half court okay game bogs down a little bit we're getting towards the end of the game all right you're not playing out in transition there's no white chocolate stuff or any of that game bogs down where is the ball going because Probably. I know where the ball is going for me and I, Jimmy I have Butler an idea and Chris, Jimmy Butler and Chris Bosch I think that's a pretty good those are pretty good options I mean I don't know maybe I'm misremembering the way uh the way Bosch and both Jimmy have played this year, but I feel like I feel like those are just a good option <laughs> I think down the, the stretch of a game. I think the theme is grading on a curve, it's not as good, right? When I'm talking when we're talking about crunch okay, time. Okay, but we're all talking what about we're, we're, we're talking crunch time defense as well. My team is gonna be hard as hell to score on in the crunch in, in the I clutch. Mean, so you put you yes put you no? put you putting Jimmy on Braun? No, I would definitely say that that you have the best defensive team. I'm, I I wouldn't even. Yeah, I would definitely put Jimmy on Braun. I mean, okay, go ahead, but it's like I, I would like that matchup if I have LeBron. I mean, but w- listen, you're also, it's also there's also going to be help defense, and you have some of the best help defenders in Bosch and Zoe on my on my team defensively. I think you so, could say that for Ethan's team outside of Goron. Who who, who are you? Are you going to put Mashburn on uh, LeBron? I mean, listen, man. Like I said, I drafted Lamar. Oh, five, put uh, Lamar Odom on LeBron and see what happens. <laughs> I drafted the first five. <laughs> Please on talent. All right, I'm I'm drafting more people now here. Uh, you got to fill this out. All right. Because honestly, it's unfair. I'm like, what was I supposed to do? Draft uh, Shane Battier over over Mashburn? Like, come on. Now it's now it's unfair. No, no, no it's unfair what you're saying. <laughs> I got the best talent, and no, I'm we're only we're in. talking we're about starting more spots. We're talking about starting fives right now. Sure, that's what we're doing. Alf, since your team has gone bankrupt, um, you're gonna you're gonna read the next uh, spot for our next sponsor, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna pick the reserves. All right, guys. Before we get back to the show, I want to welcome everybody to our newest sponsor, Apollo Leaf. 
Okay, Apollo Leaf provides top of the line premium CBD extracted and then formulated for maximum benefit. Apollo Leaf offers unique products like their sleep sprays and energy sprays, which are especially useful for this current turbulent time, right? People ask me all the time, Alf, why CBD? Well, CBD benefits include anxiety reduction, increased focus, sleep assistance, pain relief, and more. Apollo Leaf is based out of Miami, so they're local, and they only source ingredients from top farms in the USA. Apollo Leaf uses broad-spectrum CBD that includes all the benefits of the cannabis plant, but removes all the THC. So go now to www.apolloleaf.com and use code HEAT at checkout for 25% off your first order. That's right, guys. The code HEAT, H-E-A-T, your favorite basketball team, and that's 25% off at Apollo ApolloLeaf.com. A-P-O-L-L-O-Leaf.com. Now back to the episode. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Alphonse Sidney and Alex Toledo. Again, thanks to our sponsors and definitely check them out. We'll be promoting them on Twitter as well. Let's get to it. I picked first in the first, third, and fifth rounds, which means Alphonse Sidney picks first, then Alex, then me in this round everybody's got 30 seconds to make the pick you can talk about it longer than that so don't cut me off but but you got 30 seconds to make the pick alf first pick of the of the sixth round is yours I'm, because my team needs shooting and me, because my team in the fourth quarter will probably probably be benching not probably uh, jason williams is not going to close um, i'm bringing in an all-time closer in ray allen i knew it yeah to be my sixth man so keep saying I don't have shooting on my team. We're going to score down the stretch. Is the, is he going to play on the road? Because uh, he wasn't very <laughs> he, he wasn't very good on the road with the Heat. Well, I'm the only one who remembers that. But you, and, but we we're, we're, we're saying peak Heat. His first, his first year with the Heat was better than the second. I think we all can yes. agree on that. He did shoot and, well, yes, and he shot well. Maybe his splits weren't as weren't great, but they were much better than that second year. And he, he could shoot on the road his first year. So we're talking about peak, peak Ray Allen first year. Yeah, I'm taking him. All right. Yeah, Ray Allen. That's kind of early to take Ray Allen, huh? Early to take Ray Allen? He had his, he had his heart set on. I knew that everything that Alf said at the end of the last episode, he was taking Ray Allen. Like there was no doubt in my mind he was taking Ray Allen. And I, yeah. and I, I, I look, I see the logic with it. I mean, he's a, I mean, he made the biggest shot in NBA history, arguably. So you, you want a clutch shooter out there um, that you can go to. I, but a couple things. One, uh, you know, your defense is pretty good in a lot of spots, but Ray's going to be exploited defensively down the stretch. So taking Jay Will off the floor for Ray late in games. And then who's initiating your offense at the end of games? Jimmy? Is that what uh, you – Yeah, I would probably be – the ball would probably be in Jimmy's hands to close. Okay. And I, that's, to me, that's, uh, that's a good place to have the ball. All right. That's fair. All right, Alex, you, any other concerns about this one before I choose? No, I mean, I, I get why he would make the pick. It, it definitely surprised me a little bit. I had a feeling he was going to go, like, with somebody else who I don't want to say because I might just choose him right now. Well, you can't because it's my pick. All right, so second oh, pick of the okay. – Oh, my bad. Se- oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's your pick. It, right, it, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it is Alex's pick. What am I thinking? It's your pick, and I hope you don't take my guy. Go ahead. Honestly, this is still very tough. Like, I'm on the clock right now. Uh, I was stalling right now when I was making fun of your Ray Allen pick. <laughs> because you wanted Ray Allen. No, 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 no. No, actually, no. I, I'm right now. Well, yeah, you need somebody between, who can play defense somewhere. <laughs> so right now I'm deciding between three different guys. And I think I'm going to have to go 
Oh, this is really tough. I feel like LeBron right now in the decision. But I'm going to have to take my talents with Karan Butler, man. I'm going to have to go Karan Butler. I need another wing defender. I need somebody I could trust. I, I actually really didn't think I was going to take him right now. But, man, I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to pick the other two guys over Karan and what he was when he was here, even though he wasn't well, in his prime. Well, that's the thing, though. You, okay, you're taking Pete Karan, so that's his first year because his second year he was in and out of the lineup, although he was good in the playoffs. He, he faded a little bit, sort of the background on that team. I think people forget that. Like when Karan had the big couple big playoff games, it was like, oh, there's the Karan from his first season. Um, and, of course, his first season they lost, what, 61 games as him as their best player? Listen, you know but, what, man? I, I mean, I, I, I think you're thinking of Karan in Washington, honestly. But or you know, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But honestly, I think it's because the, the other two guys who I wanted to get, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, weren't exactly on the same level. There's another guy who I really wanted to get, but I can't do it, man. I can't do it. If Luol Deng was here, I would have taken him right now. That's well, you can. Well, we're talking about Luol Deng is uh, an option. Um, not yet, though. He's going to be the wild card pick uh, for you potentially. We're each going to get one wild card pick who's not on the board. All right, so you've added Karan Butler. If you would ask me like ten seconds later, I might have had a different pick. That's how. That's how close it was for me. Well, I don't think you're going to pick the guy I was going to pick because you weren't alive when he played. Um, but I, I'm I'm going back a ways here, and I know I need bigs. Uh, but I also want toughness. Can I comment on the Karan Butler pick? Yes, comment on the Karan <laughs> Butler pick. You picked, you picked a guy who basically was, would be a rookie, and was was a looter in a riot on this. In a, was a looter in a riot in his first year. Coming off the looter in a riot. Wow. Yeah, I mean, come on, that team was bad, and I he mean, scored 15 points a game, and, and they. Uh, who who is okay? Let, let, let's take a look at that team. Again. They lost sixty one games. Like yeah, I, let, let's. I mean that that team is is kind of forgotten here. Uh, let, I let's mean, say fair, man. But like you're gonna you're gonna. <laughs> there were better guys. To no, Karan was a Karan a bad team. Like he was no, no, but he he was a good NBA player, very good NBA player. But just it, it just didn't blossom here because we saw the potential in the first season. But again, I, this is just a bench body for me. I'm not gonna rely on this guy to close for me. There were just there were better who are were better guys. All right, here here was the scoring on that on that first team, okay? I'm, that that 2002-2003 team. Hold on a second. So, it was Eddie actually left led the team in scoring at 18-5. Karan averaged 15 and a half, shooting 41% from the field and 31% from 3. Two steals. Uh I know about the two steals. Uh, Brian Brian <laughs> Grant the, 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 the fourth leading scorer on that team was current Heat assistant Malik Allen. Uh, who played 80 games and averaged 29 minutes a game. Travis Best, I forgot about him. Travis Best was fifth on the team in scoring. And then Mike James, um, yeah, Luter in a riot. And, and, I, and I'm a, and, 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 and I'm I'm a huge Karan fan. I'm a huge Karan fan right. too, but I, I think even Karan would think that Karan was picked a little high there. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the next one. And this one's going to get mocked because the points per game are not there. Um, I think there'd be some questions about in the modern game, maybe quickness and things like that. But I want a tough son of a bitch on this team. Um, and I covered Dan Marley's career in Miami and I, I want him out there taking additional defensive assignments. I want him uh, back in, before Steph Curry backed up to 30 feet, Thunder backed up to 30 feet, the spacing that he would create in transition. I can play him down the stretch of games because he can guard twos and threes. I think he can guard up to fours. At times, I think in the modern NBA, he might have even played some four. He was a lot bigger than people remember him for. I thought about a couple of other 3 and D guys on this team, but frankly, one of them, 
as good as Shane was, and, and I have great in my admiration for Shane, uh, I, you know, Dan was here longer, and I just I, – I, I'm going with Marley. That, that That's what that, I would have picked Marley over Karan. that was that was one of the other two guys I was looking at. But you see what you said about what you said there about him being able to guard threes consistently and maybe even being able to guard fours. You see, that's where you the experience comes out because I, I wasn't sure about that. So I couldn't make that decision when I just know, OK, Karan's a three. I'm just going to have an extra wing there. Right. But well, I, I, I well, Dan, you're telling me he can guard threes and fours. I, I, will, yeah. I will concede that I made made a mistake. I don't think he did – well, he look, he didn't do a lot of it guarding fours at that point. But, uh, again, the game was changed. I mean, the fours at that point were guys like Tyrone Hill, okay? <laughs> like, like I, I mean, the fours were like six foot nine, six foot ten, two 250 pounds of chisel muscle, you know, grabbing 10 rebounds. They were Michael Cage fours, okay? This is a different – the fours these days he could guard, absolutely. And, and you I have mean, LeBron Dan, team, but he wouldn't have to guard LeBron. Right. And, and they're, they're a legitimate, I mean, Dan was a legitimate six, seven, six, eight. Like, so, I mean, there's, there's a size factor there too. I saw six, six on basketball reference when I was mm, checking. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Dan, well, it said six, six. Eh, okay. I, I mean, I think I thought he was, I thought he was higher than that, but either way uh, he, I think he gives you the size of that position and he can get out in transition because I, I think he has a trailer on the break. He would be incredible playing with. I just think LeBron would love playing with a guy. And I'm trying to put together pieces that I think LeBron, and this is LeBron's team. So that's the kind of piece that I want. All right. So now I, I pick again, right? So we're going to the next round. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network, Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com, O N E, calllegal.com. They've got some of their 24 hours a day to start your case, get you to the right attorney. Even during the current circumstances, they're all working on remote right now. So definitely check that out. And when stuff resumes, hopefully eventually they're based right there in North Miami, right before the golden glades off of I-95 in Miami shores. Um, but again, uh, for now go to onecalllegal.com. And if you have any kind of a case about just about anything, you know, go talk to an attorney about it and, uh, and see if they can help you out with your particular situation. All right. I'm looking at my team right now and, um, I need to get some help for BAM. And I mean, I'm, my team is, is, is not small overall, but it's small on the interior. And if I'm going to be playing Bam uh, together with LeBron in the front court, I need a big. So I was looking at some of the bigs, all right? I have a sentimental push towards one particular player, but I don't think he helps Bam enough here. So I'm not going to go with that guy. You can probably figure out who that is. Um, there's another guy who I probably could take, but I don't want the pouting on my team. I just don't, I, he's not, he's not going to get enough playing time playing behind Bam. So he's going to end up creating a circus and all the rest of this and wanting the ball thrown down to him in the post. So if I have to take that player, it's going to be later in the draft. So really this came down to a couple of different guys for me. Um, one guy who I just have tremendous respect for and has the length and intelligence to play with his team. And another one who guarded Shaq really effectively during his career. I'm going to go with PJ Brown. Um, I thought about somebody else, but I like PJ's versatility. I think he can step out and shoot the jumper. He's a team guy. He'll fit with this group. He doesn't demand the ball. Um, and I just, I, I just, I like his intelligence on the interior, like I said, and, and I, I think he's just another high character guy I can add to this team. So I'm going with PJ Brown. Thoughts? Yeah. Mm, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he's big enough. 
but he he's he's not look he's not there was only one guy i really think thought you should have picked I'm not going to say it, but there's only I, one guy. Do you think I mentioned? Because look, this, the, this, the sentimental choice, the sentimental choice was 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 UD, but I don't think big enough. Um, I, he could guard up during his career. He certainly did it. Uh, he guarded Shaq many times, but I didn't want to go there. So I think I know who you think I should have taken. Or there's there's two other choices. Uh, one of them doesn't defend. Okay, great rebounder, but doesn't defend. That's true. That's true. Uh, and and the and the other one uh, was like I said, Grant, who I was thinking of, but you know, and I love Grant's effort and his toughness, and he also guarded Shaq really well. But I just I think PJ gives me a little bit more versatility, um, and that's why I went with PJ. He's longer than Brian. It's a so. solid pick. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's not terrible. From, from the list, it's a solid pick. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you had a lot of places to go, but yeah, I mean, it need, need, needed a big, and I'll probably have to grab one more. All I right, would have so somebody else though, if I was okay. in, your position, in your position. Well, there. well, you are in a position now. I don't know if you're going to take them, but we're now at the second pick of the seventh round. Where are you going? Look, I'm an indecisive ass dude, and I'm on the clock again right now. I was looking up the stats right now for the, exactly the guys I narrowed it down to. And this is really tough, man. There's somebody that I want to pick who I think is a standout talent, which would keep going with my theme of just picking the talent as far as their peaks on the heat. This is another guy who had one great year on the heat, but I don't know if he would fit. Uh, there's another guy I want to get who I feel like it's just the peak just is not even close. Man. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Anthony Mason here, man. Oh my God! You can't. You can't. You can't. Not? He's not one of the thirty. Wait, what? I'm he's looking a, him at, a, on the email. No, he's a wild card choice. No, that's before we narrowed it. Here, let me send you this. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's before we narrowed. Oh, no, he's whatever, a, I guess he, I narrows it down some more. Then he, he's he's a wild card choice. I, let, let me give you the last. Uh, yeah, go ahead and pick Anthony Mason. No, that's go, fine. No, no, no. But <laughs> he can he can pick him. He can pick let him, him have but, it. But Just let him have it. But, but he can't pick him now. That's the only no, thing. I'm gonna no, reset no, that's this. That's not what I want to do with my wild card slot. All right. So now you're running out of time. Right. You're gonna end up passing on your pick like the Vikings did a few years ago. Quickly, I'm gonna go Shane Battier. Oh my God, it's a little bit too early to get him, man. But I wanted somebody like him on my team. I'm gonna get him just for the basketball fit. I think the other guy I was thinking of was, you know, better at his peak. But I'm taking Battier, man. I need another three and D guy who I can depend on. All right, I don't Shane hate B- it. I don't hate it either. I was thinking about him uh, before I picked Marley. Once I picked Marley, that one was pretty much off the board. All right, Alf, you're up. All two. Right, so now this is. Difficult. I need a backup point. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the greatest player in Miami Heat history. <laughs> I thought about him. <laughs> Mario Chalmers. Wow. Wow, your best pick yet. I mean, he right. might be the one who ends up closing games out of the three guards you That's, took. Listen, he might. I, if, I, I, I mean, the reality is I, if you give me a choice of having to put up with Ray's defense in some situations – versus uh, Jason Williams, who, I, again, I think defensively can be played off the floor and putting on a guy who will actually be, you know, stout at the point of attack. I, I might play Rio. He's kind of a combination of the two, to be honest, in, in some ways. So, and he can sh- I mean, and that just gives my team more shooting Yeah. right now. Um, so now I'm starting to see that the bi- there's probably going to be a run on bigs here. Yes. First pick um, of the eighth round, by the way. First pick of the eighth round. This is a little bit tough. I got to think about this one. 
We're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Fucking peak. Why am I even? It's got to be Udonis Haslam. I We're thought about him. About, yeah. Peak with the heat, backup, uh, backup big for me. I mean, can shoot shoot that eighteen footer like nobody's business. Yeah, I'm going with Giannis. Like I All think right. people forget it's one of those things where people forget how good he was. I mean, from like '04 to '08. Yeah, I mean, even into 2010, 2011, he played some. He played big minutes in some of those playoff games. Remember what he did against the Pacers. But when you're talking about '04 through '08, where like I, I think, which I think we all would agree is his peak. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was a starter. And he was a starter for a championship team. So Udonis off my bench, peak Udonis. Yeah, that's uh to me that's a solid pick. All right. So Udonis Haslam, uh, second pick. So we we now we're starting to get some of those little twelve guys from the big three teams. Uh, but I, I agree with you. Udonis's peak was a little earlier than that. All right. So let's go to before before the uh, before the foot injury for sure. All right, Alex, you're up again. Second I'm pick really of the glad. eighth round. That you didn't take my guy. I, I your picks aren't bad. I, I like getting real and UD off the bench. Those are guys who I would love to have off the bench. But I'm glad you didn't take my other guy here. And it's Josh Richardson, man. I need shooting on my team, and I'm glad that I'm able to snag somebody who, when you look at his peak on the Heat, uh, like he was a pretty good shooter on some pretty good volume, man. And I'm gonna need those types of players on my team. I'm glad that you know, with somebody like Ray, you know, you don't get the defensive side, but Josh, you're getting great defense, so. Uh, I feel good about that right now. All right. So Alex takes uh, – Alex goes with Josh, who actually was our 30th, but I thought he would go higher in this draft, um, and he did. All right. So I've got the last pick of the eighth round, and then we'll take a quick break here. And I'm looking at what we've got left, and we got a lot of bigs. <laughs> we got a lot of undersized bigs. Um, I, I knew that this was going to happen at this point of the draft. Uh, I took PJ to give myself uh, give, give myself a little bit more size there. Um I'm going to go off the board here a little bit uh, and and take a guy who, again, I didn't love watching play necessarily, but I like the versatility and the ability to get me 20 to 22 if we need to get 20 to 22. And he kept his promise. He said in the locker room in 2006 after they won, I'm going to keep drinking until training camp. And he came back overweight and failed a conditioning test. It was never quite the same. But we're going with peak. And Antoine Walker was a pretty good player at his peak. 
here in Miami. Um, not as good as he was in Boston. I think I can live with his defensive liabilities, but his ability to play the three and the four. And I think in today's game, like I said, he could be a really effective four that will allow me to slide down LeBron down in certain lineups to the three spot or give LeBron a breather or allow LeBron to play the point. Um, and Antoine can handle the ball too. So I'm, I'm going with best player available here. Um, not necessarily best fit. And to me, that's Antoine Walker. I like that pick. I like that pick. He was one of my guys that I, had, I was looking at. I, I like him next to LeBron. Um, I, I like it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he went too high because at this point, it's kind of it's not like slim pickings. These are all really good players still. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I I, I can't. There's nobody else uh, that's left that I would you know that'd be like, oh, you you're crazy for picking Antoine Walker over him. So yeah, I mean, I I like to pick. All right, so we're going to go to the ninth round in a second here. But before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that is Doral Toyota. Again, we understand that everybody's on this stay-at-home uh, edict right now as we publish this podcast. Um, but you can still go to DoralToyota.com. You can check out all of their great cars. They've got huge selection. They're having their 50th anniversary, so you can tell They've been in business a long time and done right by a lot of different people. And if you just mention five reasons sports, you will work with a dedicated manager. Again, they've got over 1,500 new and used cars to choose from. And when everything comes back, they're right there in Doral, right at 9775 Northwest 12th Street, right off of 826 and 836, a few blocks from International Mall. So again, support our local businesses. We know, obviously, uh, that everything is tight right now, but some of those leases are coming up. So check out Doral Toyota. All right. Thanks again to all our sponsors, Dural Toyota, Apollo Leaf, and all the others that support the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right. We're entering round nine now. Two more picks, and then we're going to have our wild card picks to fill out this team. Looking over this, guys, like, like I said, there's good players here. That's, that's not the issue. Uh, the issue is that we put a lot of power forwards on, on this list, and I knew that when we did it that we're going to end up in a, in a weird spot because it doesn't fit today's game quite as well. But I'm looking at some of this again. I went off the board a little bit for Antoine Walker. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm obviously going to need to to give a breather uh, to my point guard. And so as I look at this, there, there's, you know, really only one point guard left on the board. Um, and he's not necessarily in his prime when he gets to Miami, but he made a huge shot. He gives you attitude. He'll take any defensive assignment, and I think at times he'll be put on the floor instead of my point guard. And I also think he's another guy that LeBron would want to play with. So although I've considered some bigs here, I'm going to take Gary Payton. Um, and I'm going to basically take his experience. And, you know, when the game slows down a little bit, Gary's going to get the ball to the right guy. And I think there will be times where he plays ahead of Dragic down the stretch. So I'm going with GP. I had a feeling you were going to go there. I mean, that's the smart for, – for your team right now, that was the – I think – I mean, that might have been your only recourse. Especially since you got Goron starting there. So having a good defensive backup is probably important. Right. Yeah. So, yeah I, like, I, uh, I'll uh, snag the Chalmers. Well, I would have taken Rio if he'd been there. That was, that was my – my plan was to try to get Rio in the eighth or ninth round. But There's, there's nobody else there that you want to add alongside to P.J. Brown again. You know what I mean? Like, right. it starts to get redundant here. 
Right. It's so. just at that point, it's just throwing fouls at Shaq. Like that. And that's, <laughs> I, I, right. I, I, I've thought about that. I've thought about that, but I think there's any of one of three bigs I can get here in the 10th round. <laughs> that's going to do that for me. So, so I, there really wasn't a, a point in kind of reaching there. Um, I, I, I'm going to get a big at the 10th spot I'm, and that's all that's really left. So, um, all right. So that's the first pick of the ninth round. Alex, you are up. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm gonna have to go Hassan Whiteside here. I was debating between him or another player uh, who didn't put up nearly the production he did, and I haven't drafted a backup big yet ever since my Anthony Mason pick R.I.P. got uh, you know null and void. <laughs> but uh, so now he's <laughs> my backup center. Uh, I've got Battier there. I've got Josh there. I've got Karan there. So I feel like I've got the two, three, four. Figured out. I feel like they're versatile, so depending who I draft next is not going to be a point guard. I'm not going to be worried about that. Plus, you know, we've still got the wild card, so who knows what's going to happen there. All right, Hassan. Um, and how are, you handling, how are you handling this roster that has – has? I'm just going to give you some of the personalities on your team. I should throw you GP also. Shaq and Hassan. Shaq and Hassan. Yo. Dwayne wants to kill you right now. Seriously, you just put you. Dwayne you, loves Hassan off the bench. Did you even sort of? Did you ever think of the possibility that Dwayne's going to walk out on your team right now? Like you, instead of adding character guys, you've added Hassan. He's going to have to deal with Hassan and Shaq. I added. What Karan about when? Has, what about when? What about when Hassan wants to start over Shaq? Right. <laughs> it's already happening. See, that's the thing. I don't got to worry about that, right? Where if you would have drafted Hassan with Bam, you already know what's going to happen. We've seen uh, it happen. I don't oh think Hassan thinks he's better than Shaq, you know? You don't? You don't? No, man. No. Which was more realistic? Him being- oh, my God. And, and, and Hassan, Hassan's going to take his cues from Shaq also. So there's going to be a lot of stupid shit on Snapchat. Because, you know, if, if we're in the modern era, Snaps, Shaq's going to be on Snapchat all day long, too. So you have the two of them goofing off in practice. Not we. By the way, we're also going to have to pick I, coaches after this. So I got Karate and Battier in there, man. You better have Pat coaching that team instead of Stan because they ain't going to work with Stan. So that's, you better that's, pick draft, Beasley. Can we draft uh, the coaches, too? Yes, we're going to draft the coaches. That's well, there's like three coaches to choose from. Well, that's who I we're mean, choosing. Unless we go three. with Kevin Loggery. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't disparage Roddy like that. He's a oh, you know, that's true. It is a, a wrong, and But it's, oh, it's time with the heat because Alvin Gentry's not that bad of a pick either. But we all know the top three. I mean, we know, we, we know that we know the top, the top four. Throw Ronnie in the mix there. All right. And uh, didn't, yeah, Ronnie even coached again when Pat took that fake sabbatical. Remember that one when he went on that scouting trip? All right. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that's it for you so who's up uh you're up right alf you're up you got two yeah. in a row here make the first one and we'll go to break you come back with a second okay uh my first pick what's who's left is going to be a guy who in his peak averaged 17 and 12 on the heat and i think we we i know that the, there were some defensive problems but i think we discount uh ronnie cycle a little bit too much mm-hmm. ronnie is a i mean that's a really good backup center that was the other um, guy i was considering because, yeah, I mean, 17 and 12 at a time when people were scoring 90, 90 points a game, you really can't shake a stick at it. And he had a bunch of 20 rebound games. Like, he was he was a monster on the board. So, I'm going with Ronnie Cycli for my next pick. Okay. I'm right, Ronnie, look, Ronnie's a good safe pick, a really, really good rebounder. I'm not a great defender, which is why I didn't really go there because uh, – 
That's why I ended up taking Hassan. I wanted to get Hassan away from one of you guys. You know, I have the greatest defensive center in Heat history, so I can deal with that. All right. Thank you for taking Hassan (laughs) off my hands. I I have no complaints with you taking Hassan off my hands. All right. Last round coming up here, and then we're going to do the wild cards and the coaches. Before we do, I want to tell you about Luis Peters at State Farm, an agency representing the number one auto and home insurer in the United States. More than 60 years of combined experience in the insurance industry. These are local agents that understand South Florida's unique market. They've got access 24-7. We know you can't do the walk-in right now, but you can call in at 305-275-5585. That's 305-275-5585. Or you can click in at louispeters.com. They're based over there at 7750 Southwest 117th Avenue in Miami. Or you can follow on Twitter at Peters. Again, louispeters.com. Dot com. All right, let's get to the 10th round. Then we're going to do the wild card. And we're going to do the coaches. 10th round, last pick before we get to the wild cards. Alf, you go first. Okay, my team is full of high character guys, as you guys have seen. Bunch of hard workers. And on the at the end of this list, I mean, I like all three guys left. But I'm going to have to – I have the size. I have, um, I have versatility. I got a little bit of shooting. So I'm going to go with the guy who kind of just does everything, good defender. I'm going with Brian Grant. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my pick in this round. Um, I think Brian's tenure here was underrated, honestly. Vastly. I, I, vastly. I, I think the contract made people think he was overrated, and then he got hurt, but he was never supposed to be their starting five. Like, that wasn't supposed to happen. He was supposed to be starting four next to Zoe, which I think would have been really effective. I think in some ways he would have been even more effective than P.J., uh, but then, obviously, Zoe got sick, and Brian had to do the dirty work every night. He guards everybody, uh, just a versatile player. Not didn't have the you know the hops that he did in Portland. But I, I just I like Brian personally. I like what he adds to a team, so I, I think that's a good pick. I do. I would have taken him over Ronnie to be honest, but I mean you're getting both. So I had the back to back pick, so I didn't really yeah, have to worry. Yeah, about it doesn't re- doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right, you're up, Alex. Who are you leaving me with? So I'm. I'm honestly glad it ended up this way because I was I picked Karam Butler thinking that Battier and this guy weren't going to be there when I chose, but I ended up getting both of them. And this guy, James Posey. He's uh, not on the list either. Wait, what? He's not on the list either. Look at the God. 30 I just sent you. God damn it. So I just, and I sent you the remaining guys too. There's two remaining guys. There's two God. remaining guys. On I'm so excited for Posey. So let me see. Just There's so, the Chris two Missouri men and Grant Long. And Grant Long. Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> That's not very nice. No, Grant's I mean, been I, on our podcast. No, but I just want Posey was going to be, you know, Posey was going to be the, the, the nice he's a wild, there. It's a wild card option. No, I'm not going to do that for a wild card. Uh, in that case, so it's, it's either Birdman or, or Grant, Grant Long. Long. I'm going to go Grant Long. Like, I already got my center. Whiteside you know, at his peak was a lot better than Birdman. I, I understand what he did in that playoff run, but. You know, we know Whiteside was a defensive player of the year candidate. Birdman was nowhere near that in, in his time with the Heat. Yeah, you don't need Whiteside and Birdman on the same team. No, and I, I don't need Whiteside and Grant Long together either. But at the same time, like, you know, it's good, it's good to have your pick of backup five, right? Just in case anything were to happen with Hassan. Uh, I, think, I uh, mean, Grant Long is more of a four, right? Yeah, but he's in, a the, four. in the modern he's a four. NBA. In the modern he could do both. It, no, it's the right pick. You made the right pick, in my opinion. No, well, you made the right pick, but I'm thrilled with it uh, because. I I wanted Birdman on the team. I I I I want I want Birdman back with Braun. I uh, yep. the the, 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 ver, the vertical spacing 
the attitude he brings. Now, so I've got some high character guys, but I've also got a little attitude with Birdman and GP. Um, he'll take on any challenge. He doesn't need the ball. He is a perfect backup to Bam. Like, I, I love him yeah. as a backup to Bam. I'd be just going to run the floor. Uh, he's going to finish on the break. He's going to take alley-oops from Dragic. Like, I'm looking at my team right now. Like, I am going to run your asses off the floor. <laughs> Dragic couldn't throw alley-oops, so I don't, I don't want to uh, Okay, that. that's fine. Well, he'll pull up from three. I, I, I love my team in transition. Uh, I wanted Birdman. So, I mean, if I can get Birdman at the 30th pick again, don't underestimate him, man. He was playing the big minutes on that team, like the minutes that mattered. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, he I was like never a problem. I don't think he does anything. If you're playing him, that means you're not playing P.J. Brown, which means, you know, Shaq is going to eat. And I would take, like, Birdman was really nice in that playoffs, but Hassan, man, and his best here, i take that matchup over Birdman, you know. Just I, the size. I, I'll take Birdman in my locker room over Hassan, okay? So that's that's well, where we're going with that one. I've got I, Grant Long and Battier and, and, and you well, know. Well, Shade, Shade, you know, I just want to see the look on Shade's face when, mm-hmm. Birdman, when, when Hassan in your locker room, okay, is, is, is talking about playing with cats or something. It's like not going to matter when they're winning championships. You know? Okay, let, let, let's just see about that. All right, so we're going to the wild cards. Um, I get to pick first in the wild cards. You guys are going to get to pick the coaches first. All right. That's how this works. So oh, perfect. So, so, so I, I, you know, I probably screwed myself with that. Perhaps um, we'll see. Well, you have LeBron, man. So there you go. He's the coach. Uh, I got to see how Stan's going to handle that. It's basically where that's going. Go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, that that was always interesting. Stan talking about LeBron. Stan Stan always had a lot of theories that had to guard LeBron. So we'll see how that goes. All right, we are going to get to the other the other the wild card picks here. Uh, so you're finally going to be able to get to your list. Uh, that just <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, I only get one. Damn it. And, Yo, and seriously. I, 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 I kind of know who, who your list is because it's basically all the guys we polled that nobody picked over Josh Richardson and that you ended up taking uh, Josh Richardson anyway. Sorry, let, let's, uh, let's get to it. I'm looking over it right now and, and seeing who's left. Um, and and let, just to remind people, the, the guys who were on the polls, we had uh, – who do we have? We had Sherman Douglas, right? Um, Bruce Bowen was one who was suggested out there. And then, uh, and then I'm sorry. And, and Mace was another one who was suggested. But now we don't have to go off of that list. We can go completely off the no, board. No, no, you can go completely off the board. I'm just trying to find the damn list as I as I look for it here of the guys that I because we had an original. Um, Leif and I had an original list that was uh, that was pretty good actually that I was working off of. But I'm looking at my team too and trying to figure out what what it is I need. Um, and you know what I need is uh, shooting. And, and again, additional kind of uh, toughness and shooting. So I'm, I'm really, I don't really need Sherman Douglas. Uh, I don't think Mason would be happy as an 11th man. I don't think that's workable. So I'm really looking at a couple more of the three and D guys. Um, I think Bruce Bowen had a better career than James Posey, but give me James Posey in the 2006 playoffs. Uh, give me another tough ass three and D guy, take on any assignment, spot up in the corner. I think another guy, LeBron, here's another thing, inside information. LeBron loves James Posey because he was an assistant with the Cavs. Uh, so I, even though, obviously, we're going back in time now, <laughs> here's a relationship. I'm going to take Posey at 31. Wow. <laughs> that's all I get? You were going to take him, No, right? that's the right pick. No, so no. That's, a, that's, that's a good pick. I, I, I love James Posey. He was left on the board like Gary Payton, but I – 
wild card really gives you some creative options. I, I, I get why you did it, right? It's a solid pick. It's a role pick, right? I I'm surprised it. Posey was there over, uh, wasn't there over Grant Long, to be completely honest with you. I don't think you can leave Grant Long off if you're going to have Giannis Haslam on. Right? Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. and UD belongs on, but Grant's numbers actually were better than UD's. I know different era, different roles, no championship, et cetera. But, I mean, Grant yeah, Long kind of did what UD did beforehand, right? Yeah. So. I, yeah, I get it. I just, I loved, I just love James Posey on those, uh, on that, <clears throat> during that uh, 06 run, man. He was, he was amazing. Yeah, and I bring him and Antoine back together again. So, I, again, flexibility, can play the two or the three, can spot up and all that. All right, you're up, Alex. You've, you had 12 choices, so what do you want? Honestly, the fact that you didn't take – I had three guys that I had in my head like, oh, if I get any of these, I'll be happy. But you didn't take any of them, so now I'm left with a tough decision. And should I lay out the three guys or not? No, I shouldn't. No, I wouldn't. You can, because yeah, I'm not going to take any of the guys you lay out. <laughs> I, bet, bet, I bet you would. Anyways. What I need right now, man. Oh, this is gonna sound ridiculous. I don't even know if I'm gonna make this pick. Ah, oh, man. You know, there's still a 30 second time limit. Just wanted mm-hmm. to remind you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Dion Waiters, baby. I'm gonna oh go with Dion Waiters. You're right. He was not on add, my list. Add to that locker room, baby. Peak 30 and 11, Dion Waiters. Oh my God. He was as so the 11th good. man on the bench. He was so pissed good. off. Also, yeah. I don't have a backup point guard. So he's going to be my backup point guard. I drafted a bunch of wing bodies, and I drafted Grant Long, who's not going to be in the rotation. So now I've got a completely malleable lineup. I mean, my backup backcourt of Josh and Dion is nice. I've got Hassan there. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh God, what? God. You guys have, like, Gary Payton and, like, Come on, man. What no, I just, I, I just have Hall of Famer Gary Payton's experience and clutch final shooting uh-huh. uh, and shot. attitude. And, uh, that one shot. And that one, I mean, okay, I mean, <laughs> Dion and Hassan, good luck with that, my friend. All Again, right. off the bench. That's easy money, man. What They're, kind of contracts you give to the two of them? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are playing behind Hall of Famers as opposed to playing behind Justice Winslow and Goran Dragic. And Dion still is going to think he's the best guy on the team. And Hassan still is going to think he's the best center. Hassan's going to be demanding playing time instead of Shaq. And Dion's going to think he's supposed to play instead of Wade and Hardaway. You're my team's malleable. My You're, team yeah. Oh, you. Oh, well, I, I all I know is down if they if poor, they're not. Uh, poor, poor, dude, poor Spo, because I know that's who you're picking as the coach. I don't know, man. Poor, I, I don't know. Poor, poor Spo. You better, you better pick Ronnie. Let Ronnie handle that. Uh, Alf, you're up. All right. As I've been trying to do is add shooting to my team. I'm going with the greatest shooter in Miami Heat history. Mr. Duncan Robinson. Ah, that was my other guy, man. <laughs> thought about that. Was that. My other guy. <laughs> thought about that. Uh, I mean, come on. Like, if you need shooting, is there a better shooter that's not that's off the board right now than Duncan Robinson? I was Robinson? about to do it, man. You're 100% right. It was either him or Justice Winslow. Just to That was really my work. third guy. You, see? <laughs> you got two out of my three guys, man. Come I, on. Because peak Justice Winslow is pretty how do you how do you pick DR Waiters over Duncan Robinson if that's where you were gonna go? I'm surprised you didn't ask how do you pick pick peak Dion over peak justice. <laughs> Actually, I would ask that same damn question. I mean, I'll, t- well, I'll many- take justice from the second half of last season as a yeah, so would I. I did it as a basketball fit thing because I feel like I already had a lot of guys who weren't great. There shooters. is no Dion. basketball fit thing with Dion, Dion, dude. Come on, man. Dion, when he was at his prime, like in the heat, he was a really nice. Who gave player. you the gummies? <laughs> like, I won't disclose that information. I'm not going to snitch my guy out like that. No, but seriously, Dion, when he was 
on that 30-11 team was putting up great numbers was a two-way player with shooting off the dribble and catch and shoot. Nice. Like, I think he was just a better fit as a backup facilitator. And as somebody who can do 3 and D stuff, he's not going to play that role. That's not what I'm expecting him to do. Didn't I uh, Justice I want him to back to the rim. Justice can only, can only take, you know, set his feet and shoot threes. Like, we know, we know the deal, man. That's true. You're talking about off the dribble, creating his own shot at, from beyond the arc. Yeah, and I was right. so close to taking Duncan. So that, I, I, I like the Duncan pick better, to be honest. But that's, I mean, Fair. If, if I mean, if you're gonna you put him out on the wing as a shooter, um, I mean, you're not gonna play him down the stretch against these teams because he can't guard exactly. anybody on these teams. That's <laughs> so, why I didn't do I, it. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, five I minutes. I mean, Dion ain't playing down the stretch either, brother. No, <laughs> well, I, tell you. I would rather play Dion down the stretch than Duncan. That's for sure. Yeah, you're not taking you're not taking Timmy or Dwayne off the floor at the end of the game. So that's that's not that's not going to happen. All right. And and anyway, Shaq's going to be pissed cuz you're going to have I mean Shaq with Dion and Tim jacking up. Oh my god. All right. That's uh good luck to you. I, all right. So now we get to the coaches. This is going to be very very important for Alex's team. You're I up, think, Alf. You pick I think first. you I think you have a different idea of who I'm going to pick because I, I, we're talking I, about coaching and he, and I know we're adjusting for today's game, but I don't care what era he coached in. I think uh, Spolster is the best coach that the Heat have ever had. Um, I love Riley. Riley's a reason I'm a Heat fan, to be honest with you. But when we're just talking about X's and O's on the floor coaching, peak Spolster is a you know two-time NBA champion. Even though I don't even know what that is his peak. I mean, he's. I mean, he's been. He's. I actually some, thought. I actually thought his peak was the first fifty games of this season, first forty games. Then I mean, he's he's an amazing. Amazing coach Riley is 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 more of a motivator than an X's and, o, X's and O's guy, and I mean with the kind of defensive guys I have, um, uh, an offensive mind like Spo is kind of what I need more than um, you know a hard nosed guy like Riley. I think my team has that inside them already. They don't need they don't need the coach instilling that instilling that in them right now. I think Spo would be upset because I think if you looked at the roster, Spo would want to coach my team. But anyway, I, I too I just bad, think, Spo. Well, I I, I know. Like, All like right, his GM has a hand in him a bad hand. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would like Alf's team. Like you think he like Alf's team? Why? Yeah, I mean, he loves Jimmy. Uh, I assume he loves So. I assume he loves Bosch. Like that's true. I feel like Steve Smith and Jason Williams would be, you know. More than it's, it's just going to be like, hard to create the pace and space with that with that group. That I don't think oh, so. You got you got so. shooters off the bench. We got shooters over here. All right, All right. and he's All right. got so, UD. I think he so, made the right pick. So who? Are you? Okay, now, I'm actually now that I think about it, I'm not stunned. Uh, and I do think a case can be made, a very good case can be made, and I've made it that Eric is. Uh, and I know this this bothers Heat fans or like his rotations. I think in a lot of ways, you know, Eric had never thought of himself as a game coach, or at least he wasn't really. That. It, is, it was the other things, the organization, the motivation, and that kind of stuff uh, more so than anything else. I mean, even Pat acknowledged basically what he did in L.A. when he first got there was get the hell out of the way. Um, so, you know, and took a lot of principles from, from previous coaches. Uh, go ahead, Alex. I mean, are you going with the obvious choice? I mean, you, you need – he kind of left the guy in there who's the only guy who can control your team, I think, basically. Well, I, I had to think about it for a second just now while you were talking because the one – concern would be so i'm gonna go with pat riley i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna i'm, I'm, I'm going with pat riley. no but what i was gonna say was that the one concern would be adjusting for today's game right and i think pat would be able to figure it out like all these teams are kind of it's a copycat league like everybody's doing kind of the same stuff even if it would have taken him long at this point in 2020 i think he would have been fine with like taking uh 
a good volume of three point. Like he, he would have had guys around him telling him that for years at this point. So I wouldn't even be worried about that. But at the same time, Van Gundy has actually coached in this era. So that's why mm-hmm. I thought about it for a second. But what you said is what ultimately swayed me. I to have the team that I have, I you have to have Pat Riley. I, I was worried that Alf was going to take him because I didn't want Spo to coach this team as much as I love Spo and pretty much agree with you on everything you said. I want Riley to come over here. He's coached Wade. He's coached Shaq. He's coached. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Timmy. Right now, he he did coach Timmy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But he coached yeah. Lamar. He coached Lamar, and he got the most out of Lamar, and he coached Jamal. So Ashburn. I so I mean, he, he's basically coached. He this would team get in some way. Hassan in shape, man. And if he would get them in shape so quickly. <laughs> just and just like he got Dion in shape this year? I mean, come on. I mean, I, 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 I'm just saying, you remember, I, I know you know about those old practices, right? You said that they're, they were a lot, you know, they were a lot crazier than what Spo was doing as far as, uh, you know, getting into shape. Like they would yes. go three hours and stuff like that. Yes. So I would, you know, I would, I would bet on that. You'd have a bet mutiny. on Pat Riley. You'd have you're a gonna, mutiny you're gonna, on your you're gonna, you're, you're, you're going to have four so guys suspended on that. Yeah. How are you going to make up for, do you need more wild cards to make up for all the guys he's going to suspend on that team? No, man. No. Because if you get, if you get Hassan out of there, guess what? I've got Grant Long. If you get Dion out of there, guess what? I don't need Dion. I've got a bunch of other guys. Like Alex says he has enough. He has enough. I have more than enough. And my backups are so like big and malleable that I think my defense is going to be tough all around. I address the shooting somewhat. Like I feel good you've about had, my. You've team. had an off night with you, the reserves. You, you, you could have. You. you could have ended this whole con- <laughs> this whole explanation, Alex, by just saying I need Pat to coach Shaq because uh, we've already been there with Stan and Shaq, and that True. didn't that wasn't going to work because you know he had no respect. What was it called? Master of Panic. That was <laughs> that was after. That's another thing. That it was, was always known that you needed shooters around Shaq. Yes. So I think that would have been something like easily. Pat would have would have bought into, and you need the shooting around around Wade and Shaq, and 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 also Hardaway, so that he could attack the rim too. So I think that that's not even something that would have taken long. But yeah, nice. you need him to coach Shaq, you need him to coach Dion and Hassan, and if not, they don't work. You get them out of there, man. I'm not worried about it. All right, I'm going. I go next, and uh, really, there are only two choices here, uh, and I love Ronnie to death, as everybody knows. Uh, but uh, to me, it's Stan. to me, to me, it's Stan. <laughs> Uh, and, and and the reason I, I I I think that this could work is first thing Stan is incredibly you know Stan was not a good general manager I think that was pretty clear but as a coach um, Stan did really creative things particularly in terms of finding ways to create space by playing different kinds of lineups uh, whether it was by necessity or not in a lot of ways Stan kind of invented. Uh, some stretch four principles. I know Dirk is kind of the forefront of it, but uh, what he did with that Orlando team with basically Richard Lewis uh, playing the four and, you know, and, and then he also as a ball handler, there's a lot of similarities to my team. Um, and the other thing is I, I really think, although God, LeBron might kill Stan on the first practice, which is the only thing I'm concerned about because uh, <laughs> all the screaming, I, did I ever tell you what Lamar told me once about, about Stan? I, to, to, after 2004 season, um, that summer, I think that the trade had been made. That Jacksonville, they had like a pre-Olympics thing, and Lamar was there, and so was was Wade. Uh, but nobody was paying attention to Wade because it was like considered to be AI's team. That was the team that fell apart with Larry Brown as a coach. And uh, and so I was talking to Lamar, and I said, uh, I said, hey Lamar, what's up? And he goes, my name is not Lamar. I said, what do you mean? He goes, my name is motherfucker. 
I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I, he says, oh, that's all Stan called me the whole year. Um, so so I, I have concerns. I have concerns about, I mean, LeBron has been known. I, I don't know if, I mean, in Cleveland, basically, David Blatt would put stuff out there for, for LeBron to run. And LeBron would go, mm, no, we're doing this and just do something totally different. So I could see a clash there. But I think if, if Stan can somehow get LeBron to buy in, I, I just think, his creativity uh, would be a, a real plus, particularly, you know, he's obviously defensive principles, but also uh, some of the offensive stuff too. So I, I, I think Dan, I, look, Stan to me did miraculous things with that 03, 04 team. Um, and it got overshadowed again by what happened in 05, 06, which was a lot of different factors that came, came into play. Most of them having to do with Shaq. Uh, but I, uh, I, I like Stan as a coach. He might not have been my first choice for this team. Um, honestly, it probably would have been Spo. But I'll, I'll certainly take Stan Van Gundy as a consolation prize. So, uh, so we want to go over the teams right now. Who, who, all right, let's let's just because I'm not even remember your teams right now. So let's just let's go through this quickly. Um, Alf, give me give me your eleven and your coach. Oh, the the full eleven. Yes. Bosch, Zoe, Steve Smith, Jimmy Butler, Jason Williams, and then the bench is Ray Allen, Mario Chalmers, UD, Ronnie Cycli, Brian Grant. Duncan Robinson and Coach Eric Spolstra. Alex Deep as F. Alex, my team: Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, Jamal Mashburn, Lamar Odom, Shaq. Again, the starting lineup is malleable, but off the bench, I've got Deion Waiters, Josh Richardson, Karam Butler, Shane Battier, Hassan Whiteside, Grant Long. All right, so now mine. Uh, my projected starting lineup, although I don't know that I'm necessarily going to start this way now with some of the players that I've added, but, uh, but I have Bam, LeBron, Rice, Eddie Jones, Goran Dragic. Uh, my bench, P.J. Brown, Dan Marley, um, Gary Payton, Antoine Walker, Chris Anderson, and my wild card was James Posey. So the next step here is we're going to throw these out there on Twitter uh, after everybody has a little time to digest the episode. And then we're going to bring on some celebrity judges. Um, and Dwayne Wade probably will not be one of them, but if he wants to be, he certainly can be. And he'll, of course he'll be biased towards one of these three teams. But now George Sedano has already agreed and we're trying to nail down a couple of other judges to decide. Generally, we all think we won, right? I think my bench kind of just takes me over the top. Why do you, That's why a do you, lot of shooting. That's a lot of size, versatility. I just – and I got Spolstra. I, I just don't think you guys can really compete, to be honest with you. You might get over 10% this time in the next polling. Um, <laughs> oh, well, we should poll reserves, and then we should poll, poll whole teams as well. Look out. Look out. Uh, I want to hear – listen, my, be, my bench is strong. Look what happens when I get the first pick. Yeah, look sure. the first I don't pick Ron Butler. Oh, come on. <laughs> My bench no, is nice, man. You guys are you guys are sleeping on my bench. Big nobody figure. nobody should slander Karan. All right, thanks for joining us again. Five reasons sports.com. And again, we'll continue to publish new episodes. Uh the new one uh, regarding this in terms of the judging should be out in the next few days. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five reasons sports network.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 